I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, was that, that was something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Correct. Makes it a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Make sure Supercoach360 podcast. Hey, it's been a little while, Techie. but we're going. Techie. How you doing? Supercoach360, it's your boy Jazzy J. We are, I don't even know where we are. We're not even in a caravan this time. We're at Cons. And we're chilling. We are back to talk everything NRL uh, Supercoach for 2023 on the eve of Australia Day, as per usual. The app has launched, so here we are. Let's talk about, boys. Is there a lot to talk about? I mean, we've got a few things for us to talk about tonight on the show. I believe we've got a little list going, don't we? Berg said he's got a few things up his sleeve. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, we're going to talk some of the basics of what we do. We're going to talk uh, some of the changes to Supercoach this year. Uh, we're going to look for some value positions, uh, some teams to or some positions to watch team by team uh, uh, in terms of changes, departing players, etc., etc. Um, so some t- positions to look forward to on TLT. Um, and just, yeah, pretty much all the changes with Supercoach. We'll go through our first drafts of our teams. I mean, there's not really too much to go on at this point. TLT's still six weeks away, boys. But we're back, baby. Oh. Let's do it. Gregory is back to start the show for 2023. He is full of energy. Say good day, Gregory. Talking to the microphone, buddy. You're on camera. Come on, keep going. No. I'm, what do you want I'm to talk about tonight, bud? I'm happy we're back. And yeah, what are we talking about tonight, started? 2023? Well, you whatever you said, buddy. You're the boss. All right. Okay, doing the shares, but I'll jump in there, okay? Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, got a bit to talk. Well, I've got some stuff on the paper. We'll talk about the game changes. Um the benefits and disadvantages of the new rules and the, the gameplay change. Uh, a bit of team talk. Uh, and our rule changes, there's not many, but they've tweaked a couple. Uh, they haven't actually fully changed something, have they, Con? They've just uh, tweaked a few rules the actual NRL itself. Won't affect Supercoach too much, or will it? No, I don't think so. No. Um, and Perso's throwing me something on Nico, so we might have a read through that. Um, and then, yeah. You've got some stuff over there. (laughs) Lovely boys. Well, let's go over some of the basics of Supercoach. Right, so for everyone who hasn't made or maybe first time playing, uh, whatever it may be, you found us somehow, by the grace of good God. How unlucky. Yeah, it's it. Here you are. We are ready to talk shit and talk Supercoach every single week. Sort of. Uh, The basics of Supercoach, Con, you go about picking a team. So, look, about 10 guns, names you know. No. Nah, how many guns are you starting with start season? I don't know. Well, you instantly said no, so I figured no, you had well, a number uh, of mines. Ten's way too over-realistic. You reckon? Yeah. What do you go for, seven, six? Well, really, it comes down to what cheapies come on offer on um, TLT. Like, let's be real, if if we don't get any, then you, some of your guns have to become 
mid ranges that you, you hope juice up because you just will not be able to field a team. We all know you need some cheapies, like you need them. Otherwise, you can't afford to bring in top guys in certain positions. Like you might be able to get one or two, but there's no way you, you're walking away with four or five. Retract my previous statement. Going off my team now, they're yeah. not gun prices, but people that I'm assuming are going to be guns this but year. But that's assumed. 10 or 11. 10 or 11? Yeah, yeah well, sweet does. You can only start the season by assuming they're going to be guns. You don't know. Yeah, well, that's A true. lot of people you do know, they do have pedigree. Just had, what, a poor year last year? Or? Well, I've got Turbo. Yeah. Bargain baseman. He's not priced as a gun, but we all know he's a gun. It's just how long he plays. Dewey Burton, I think they'll both be guns this year. Price, not a gun price. Good service from Appy at the Tigers. Boost Dewey stocks. A better forward pack. Yeah, a few things going for him over the Tigers. Like, there. I mean, it's still the Tigers, so I'm hesitant. They've but... added IFAP, Clemmer, and Bateman. Yeah, right. Like, like With Appy. Feeding, Quality attack. Granted, they're feeding Luke Brooks, but let's let's hope Luke Brooks can do something. Yeah, or just do he take Roscoe, takes... I'm hoping for you, buddy, more than anyone. Do he takes the reins, hopefully. To unlock a few of those players. Well, if Luke Brooks just needs to steer him around and do he just does the magic. Hopefully. There you go, Sheen. Some sound advice from Colin to start twenty twenty three. Oh, they've they've done okay with their they've bought pretty well this They've recruited it very well. Like we had a look at their teams earlier and they've done okay. Like in in regards to putting people around these people that do well, rather than just trying to pull a nobody in and getting them to do a job. So, I like where they're going. So, okay, if that's the case, would you consider Luke Brooks? No. As a no. smokey to start the season, if he's got all this quality now floating in around him, is he going to boost his game, or you, get, you take the punt on Dewey and you steer clear of Brooks? What's your bold prediction for 2023, boys? Well, I had Luke Brooks last year, I think, or the year before, maybe. So you make mistakes? Yeah, big time. <laughs> um, but, like, serious question. No, well, this, like, with that forward pack and Appy attracting the markers, giving him his time and space that he needs, this is his time. If it's ever going to be, this is it. He's got and some quality around him, for sure. With the Tim Sheens, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farrar trio coach kind of thing happening, the threesome going on, I think they're going to play like a very much O Five Tigers attacking brand of football, which hopefully if their forwards can lay the platform, will produce super coach points. And if Luke Brooks can chime into some of that. Well, he's 552,000, and there's only... So pers- 300-odd thousand cheaper than Nico. Yep. Nico's 880 something. 902 now that they've upped up the money. But um so it's a, it's a big saving, but let's look at let's look at what's below him if she if but she let's goes look at sideways. The too of Nico and Nathan. I know Nico's only a short one brief stint. Now if you have a look below him, there's not much going on. You've got Hastings, then you've got Sexton, Sean Johnson. Uh, Milford, there's not much going on. Tanner Boyd's the only one that semi-interests me there if he gets a hooker roll. I like him. But um, other than that, there's not much underneath. So I don't like him at hooker. Stuff goes sideways. I think you 
you're sort of stuck with Luke Brooks, you're better off going above Luke Brooks, and if Luke Brooks goes off, then maybe look at getting him in another way rather than trying to find cash in, in a couple of weeks, if you know what I mean. I, I get that, but... A downgrade's the, easier than an upgrade. I get that, but the... No sound, of, no sound, Juzzy. No sound, Juzzy. The point of going a Luke Brooks over a Nico or a Cleary is you're backing Luke Brooks to either produce semi kind of points to what they're producing or you're backing them not to produce what everyone else is expecting. So to have that fallback option, yeah, that's all good. But what if Luke Brooks comes out like you expect and maybe even outscores Nico by 20 points in the first two weeks? Yeah. Then you have to waste a trade to think even Nico's underperforming or Luke Brooks is overperforming. Well, as it stands now, the ownership, I can see the ownership, 29% on Nico, um, 56% Nathan Cleary, 4% on Jerome Hughes, 3 on Mitchell Moses, 7% Sam Walker, and then 6% on Jackson Hastings, and then there's... So I feel all those 7% are falling into the Sam Walker trap of last year. Everyone's expecting massive things, and it didn't eventuate, and I think they're going to be... Go again. The same thing, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just you got to look at it. Like Nathan Clear is the obvious choice. You yeah. know what I mean? He's tried and tested and true. Best player Whereas, in the best team. He's tried, tested, and true. But they have lost Arpy. They've absolutely little Kick bit. Out. Like a lot of strike power missing from Penrith this year. Does it affect him? I don't know. Yep. Does Does Nico is Nico worth the nine hundred grand start? I don't know. So, it's, um, it's a lot of money. Well, I've got that here actually. Just, just, um, I've got that here. Like the must-haves, are they still a thing? Like, are people must-haves? <laughs> oh, you want to know what you guys were talking about the second the sound came on? What? How Luke Brooks might outscore Nico Hines in the first two rounds. So, just to clarify, you're gonna have to go back and probably listen to the audio on that. But we were talking about the Tigers and and possibly Luke Brooks as a smoky this year. Do you jump on, jump off? Do you seriously believe? No, but we're talking about how their forward packs massively improved and they're playing off the back of back Torres as well now. It wasn't just a... But, yeah. Um, well, Perso sent me something earlier. Um, like, Nico, he's been looking at the Sharks draw and crunching some numbers on Nico and a possible antipod to start the season. Let's just say he won't be doing it, but it's a possibility for other people. Uh, Sharks play Souths, Para Canberra, Dragons and the Warriors into round six by. He averages 92, uh, 95.29 from seven games against those sides in 2022. Then they play the Chooks, the Dogs, drops his average to 90 across the sides that the Sharks play in the first eight rounds. So that's not bad. Horrible. Um, drops that far? It drops that far, yeah. Um, but just on them numbers alone, on what have the Sharks actually lost? Nothing. Nothing. We went through it. There was so, not a major significant loss to their starting team at all. So does his average really go down? Like, does it really go down? Depending, it gets better, doesn't it? I think, yeah, we'll be more time. and whatnot. Bit of time together in an off-season, pre-season. Bit of surfing. Um, I just, yeah, I feel 
Nico is going to be hard to pass up. Like, he really is. And it, it, like we are saying, is there such a thing as a must-have anymore? Like, is there such a thing well, this go- time of the year? Goal kicking half-packs in top four, top eight teams usually are hard to go against. Like, Mitchell Moses may be on a tier or two lower, but I don't think his team's as good. Yeah, yeah. All right, I've got a question for you then because I'm seriously considering it. Uh, do you start Nico Clares? Do you just start both of them? I am at the moment. All right, All right so it's not a crazy question then. I, ha- I c- can't afford it. Um, yeah, he can't afford it because he's got like $2 million spent in his front row. No, I've changed all that since we've spoke. Um, I so. I have, I have. I've, I'm, I'm trying to find... He had like four, 450, 500,000 front rowers. But I expected him to do okay, like I had... Yeah, What? what's okay, 60? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, boys, we've already gone off topic. First segment of the new year. So Funny that. Good on us. Right, I think we were just talking about some of How the... How about pa- welcome back, guys. Yeah, we were talking about women. some of the Thank you all for coming back and putting up with us for another year. Appreciate it. You've got Gregory on the podcast tonight if you haven't picked up on it yet. It's going to be a ride, no. but that's all right. It's a straight day tomorrow. No, I'm okay. Just yeah, Greg quite. at the moment. You know us. We talk <laughs> I, had, I had lunch. It'll be Gregory by the end. Anyway, that's fine. We love Gregory. Gregory's here. It's public Thumb. holiday tomorrow. Do what you got to do. Uh, but... But, oh, the way Brad says but, I love it. Anyway, um, we're here to talk Supercoach. It seems like we're not going to get anywhere without just talking about our teams. I think that's the only solution. Let's just get in and talk about our first draft. Okay, well, I'll go first because then well, Con can go and you can do you your team. On? I don't know, but we'll go. To... Uh, yeah, yeah, no, well, that, that's what I mean. But it seems like the natural course of action is just to let, let's talk about our teams because I didn't realise you were running with Nico Clares. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have thought it was such a crazy question. I'm on. Berg's at... sitting there looking at his team at the moment. So it's like, well, let's do it. Well, I'm on Robson and Brandon Smith at the moment. At hooker. So I was I was thinking the same, but I am seriously considering taking a gamble on the Penrith hooker. But let's hear what you boys have to say because we all know that's I'm crazy. crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I know it's crazy, but that's why it's a gamble. They're both going to play maybe thirty or fifty or forty, forty minutes each, like, and neither of them showed enough to say, "Hey, I'm super coach gold. I'm a sixty-five minute hooker." Yeah. Not just that, like, Mitch Kenny's just pretty much a defensive hooker who make you 40 odd tackles a game and won't produce much in attack. Sandy Luke won't make, I don't think, 40 odd tackles a game and he might run the ball a little bit more, but either way, I don't think either of the games are overly super coach friendly. Well, see, uh, here's my feelings about Sonny Luke is the fact that they gave him a few games last year. And no one happy was on the move. They could have turned around to him and just gone, all right, we see you've got what it takes at the first grade level. You've now got six months, nine months, however long it was, until, bang, we're going to want you in first grade. So here's what we need from you. I mean, I haven't seen photos of him, but if he's uh, come hey. back like a tank, oh, which is quite possible right. for a man his well, age. Well, just one, one, que- one query on that. Yeah. I think he's 27. Yeah. He's been in the Penrith system he's pretty much his whole life. Okay, so... He Hasn't gets... he has been had 
this conversation over and over and over again, probably every single preseason. Mate, you need to work on this, this, what you need to do, this, what? What, so now he's 27, he's finally, the penny's dropped and... Well, ca- he might have just come well, of age. He's got, probably come of no, age. I, I don't right. think he got hampered by fear I think he's fucking well. falling into a fucking perfect system in a great team. And, like, Sean O'Sullivan. He's so he's not... a good halfback, but he's not the great halfback that he looked like in those games that he played at Penrith. So you you say so you're not jumping on O'Sullivan at the Dolphins this year? Oh, no not way. at his price. <laughs> at 250, yeah, absolutely, but no no, not at 500 odd. Yeah, fair. Did, cool. So who are you? Am I just doing my whole team? Or? Yeah, no, mate, well, go. Well, no, 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 yeah, no. Oh, All right, oh, okay, yeah. no. Otherwise, who are your hookers? Because I've got the same hookers as I've got the same. I think everyone copied them off me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's it. Robs- you, you saw Robson and me. All right, so Robson Smith seems like a no-brainer. Let's have a No, quick- well, everyone, Harry Grant's a popular pick. Like, everyone's dead set. Well, from what I've heard, Harry Grant's the man. Well, just on percentages, Harry Grant's He's- 24% owned. Damien Cook, 2%. Reese Robson, 8 so he's still a pod. Well, Harry Grant started... Last year, I think first seven rounds with a ninety-two point average. And Brennan Smith, Storm, fifty-two start season starts strong. No cheese, take minutes off Harry if he plays eighty. Mate, he could he could well be ten points under. And Ray Stone, and he'll be a weapon if he if he's playing eighty. If he's a weapon. Pappy plays fit. Munster stays fit. Hughes plays stays fit. They're the best spine in the comp. So. And at this point, one of the most experienced. Yeah, they? so it could be anything. Well, Ray Stone's the third third highest owned, and he's 29%. Yeah, but he'd be more back row owned. No, he, he, but he's... Well, it's in hooker position, so I'm yeah, just assuming... Yeah, but that's just his own... That's just his percentage of owner. Yes. If you own him in hooker, I think you'd be cray-cray. But yeah, there's not there's not much like... There's, he's, the, he's the obvious choice in B. Smith... And I, then, I think yeah, there's, there's only three choices. Who's your third? Cheese, Grant, and Robson. Yeah. Yeah, with three. So, okay, cool. That was my next question. Is like, Who are the people you're thinking about? Uh, would you go near Josh Hodgson at Parramatta with the club change? Nah, the only other one I'd go is Newcastle boy, Blake Braley. Sharks boys. Jaden Braley. He's Jaden Braley's a Newcastle one. I like him. He's got... Yeah, you want Jay you're talking Jaden Bradley come back from the ACL last year for Newcastle done well. He was he look, he goes under the radar a lot, I think, Jay Bray. Like for me. Um he's averaged his way up there when he's on the field and if if you really look in if you dive into his numbers like I know you have, you just Gregory <laughs> But he's seventy two percent he's seventy two percent uh seventy two average or something when he came back last year from that ACL, wasn't he? I think you're fine. So he's underdone just from the injury-affected games and probably get knees back in. He's a little underpriced. No, I'm not. But um, he at the moment's only 1% owned. Like, it is only early days, but he's in the 1% owned category. So hold on, just to clarify, you're talking Blake Braley at Newcastle or Jaden Braley? Blake Braley at the Sharks. Or Jaden Braley at Newcastle. Jaden at Newcastle. You like Jaden at Newcastle? Yeah, I think he, I think he goes under the radar a little bit, and he'd have injury affected games in there. So, 
Would you look at uh, Blake again this year? He nah. had a good year last year. Nah. I, I'm, I am talking about Blake. So you're talking about the Sharks boy? Yeah. I like Jaden. He goes under the radar a lot. Uh, I think Blake Braley's the option out of ballpark, but I wouldn't touch him. Do you see the Newcastle spine scoring points? Not to start with for me. I... The Ponga, the Ponga thing they've tried already. Like I know he's a bit older and it's different and whatever, but for me, he's got a lot of work to do. Lockie Miller's only played seven games of footy. If he's really hanging your hopes and dreams on him, I think that's a big ass. He hasn't had a preseason with you. Um, it's just yeah. he's still training at the Sharks, isn't he? Yeah, from what I heard, he is. But at the end of the day, it comes back to I think Jackson Hastings. It's whether he can, can control and command the team around the field and KP can just float around and do, play pretty much like a fullback, but wearing a six jersey, get his hands on the ball, on the short sides like Cameron Munster and Dylan Brown and things like that, which creates more opportunities. And the forwards. If the forwards don't go forward and lay that platform, then doesn't matter what anybody else wants to do. Yeah. So we're going back to my team? Or? Yeah. yeah. Um, who, who you got in the front row? I got Welch yep. um, and Gilbert, who from reports has got the lock spot at the Dolphins. Um, but if he doesn't and Ray Stone gets it, that works out better for me because it's a $200,000 saving. Um, then I've got Heverington. Who's gone to Newcastle? I know he's a massive liability, but I like the front him. Front row? I'm wondering if I, I think I could have been the back row. No loading, but that's his best friend. Yeah, no loading. Yeah, and then I've got Paseka from Manly. Just with with Marty going, um, Davy left. I know Somebody he was. Needs to step up. There's 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 opportunity there now. I have had him in the past in the draft, and he's he's a bit same same. But if I you realise how big and strong. He actually is. He's almost the biggest dude in the comp. I hope that that's like his year. Well, see, Manly's a liability for me this year with the coach change. I mean, what's Seabold doing there? Is he just letting the players go about do their business? Or is he coming in trying to change everything? Up? Like Because that, that's the massive unknown with anything at Manly. I know there's forward minutes on offer, which is good. Um, but then Manly, the rest of Manly, there's so many unknowns at this point. I need to see trials and ultimately a few rounds before... I'll start banking on anyone but Turbo because he's a freak. That's fair goal. Give him Seabold Blast. Endeavour. Coach. Uh, who you got in your front row, mate? Do you even know? Or do you know who's in your front row? Oh, no, I've got two manly forwards in mine now. I've said that. It's in Sean Kepi. Oh, I do have Christian Welch. Yeah, same. At the moment. he's. I think he's pretty much locked into my team. Unless he gets hurt. And I have Joseph Tarpany. Really? Yeah, I'm forking out the big bucks. I don't care. Because he, once he clicked into that massive form run that he did last year, he way out averaged what his price at this year. And I'm backing him to go just as good, if not better. So I'm... Like I did last year, I'm jumping on from the start and I'm just riding him home. Yeah. Like a Melbourne Cup. 
I'm going all the way. And then I got Hetherington and um, Xavier Williamson from the Broncos at the moment, but he's just a penciler. Yeah, yeah. Juzzy, you got your team up? Yeah, I got Sipley, Sean Kepi, Christian Welch, and Matt Lodge. Mm, Matt, Matt Lodge. Lodge. I'm thinking he's I like Matt Lodge. It. Yeah, that's it. We're having a quick chat pre uh, before the show. Mind you, that this is a this is a change around team where I'm looking for as much value as possible. Um, in the first one, I don't know. The screenshots on my phone. I'm sort of used. But with with Matt Lodge selection, you got to think Takiyaho's gone. Yeah. So there's big minutes gone in the middle. Cheese is now their starting hooker. It will. We kind of what's it now gone? Do they carry a utility on the bench, Hutchinson, or do they play Cheese for fifty-five, sixty minutes and spell him with Radley at hooker, and have another big middle forward in the middle, which could also help Lodges minutes. Yeah, yeah. Helps so like they're they're butting some young forwards at the moment, like Eden Butcher. So Luca Fafida. I think he went the rabbits. A few others, so you know, um I, I like Lodge. Lindsay Collins was my original actually, now that you're mentioning the Roosters. Uh because yeah, same thing I can see him He is the spinner in the works. He's yeah. he's 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 a beast man. He takes Takiaho's minutes straight up there and then So I'm actually thinking on getting on him uh for value more than anything, but also because Look at the way you know plays, man, and look at the way what he did in Origin and stuff like that. He stays on the field. Dude's an absolute weapon. He yeah. doesn't really have an offload and stuff, but look, he just does the work I week feel, in week yeah. out. I feel Tarpney offers ways much more. He does. I do like I like Joe last year. Like Huss would be also right up there, but with the off-field issues and stuff going on, I just don't know I'm the mental sa- space that he's going to be in and. I'm looking at starting for value. That's my goal. Is Tarpany's value, in my opinion. Really? At 673000 or whatever he is. It's pretty top dollar for a forward, it's, bro. It's, I think he's the most expensive except for iPad. That's but what I, I mean. Think it, I think it's value. Okay. That's my faith. Right, have you done your four? Is so you have you guys got, either of you guys starting with Tarpany? I am. He is. I haven't got what any. I haven't got any notable forwards here. Yeah, mate. I haven't been listening. I'm, I'm banking on... I've got no notable forwards there. All right, so uh, back row. what are you looking at in your back row? Now, this is where I've gone a little bit different. Um, I'm hoping to find a bit of an edge with a couple of these. I've gone Adam Elliott yep. just because I think that Newcastle will need him to Step play up. big minutes with no clamour. Um, he showed at Canberra what he's capable of. He you got you got him in just before he got it cold and then got him out, but then he went on a river. Yeah, that good. And now I think he had a rib injury or something. Something happened. He got hurt and he was playing hurt, and he, that's why he's hurt. He score yeah. a juicy price. And but Mitch, he also started the off the bench and yeah, yeah, wasn't playing big minutes. So now Mitch Barnett, I've I've got penciled in because he's gone to the Warriors. Now the thing with the Warriors is they've already got such a good pack. Like they've got. Karen, they've got Tohu, Tohu Harris, they've got uh, Jazz Tavanga comes in and out, does he sings? Manly dude, Neil Blake. Ah, uh, for Neil Blake, yeah. So that 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 worries me a little bit with his minutes, but we all know what Mitch is capable if he gets the game time. And then if Mitch, he's starting edge playing eighty, yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Um. Then I've got Lawton from Manly. We've spoke a little bit about Lawton. 
a few times in the past. Well, he's gone for he, Lawton. He's a big doggy. Well, but what he did he when he started in that position, he was very good. He very yeah, effective. Runs a decent line. He's he he's, scored heaps of tries. He did. Um, I like I like Lawton. His durability is a factor with Lawton. He does get hurt a hell of a lot. Doesn't matter. I need him six or seven weeks. Yeah, I know. Just to juice <laughs> up a little bit. But does he have? <laughs> does he have six or seven weeks in him? Is the key there? Then I've got for Tart. I've got Raymond for Taylor Mariner from the Dogs. Um, I wasn't going to talk too much about Fuzzy, but someone's got to get their minutes, and I'm hoping he gets some. Um, Surely he plays eighty on an edge. Yeah, at least not if sixty-five with some attack and prowess. I wouldn't be unhappy with. Um, and you know, defense is loading up. On the right hand side, we kick our running lines over there. So, yeah, surely they're going to be a man short every now and again on on the left. Canterbury's right yeah. to take advantage of with Fuzzy. And then Garner, who we're expecting. Fuzzy is slang for Raymond Taylor Mariner. Yeah, he used to have mad hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was wondering who you were talking about, to be honest. Yeah, he used to have mad big, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember he said Care Bear season. hair. And then Garner. <laughs> Garner, um, he's gone from a team that wasn't great. Uh, halves weren't offering him up much. <laughs> I was generous. Sorry, Ross. No, well, do you Sorry, know what? Mate. I'm just saying, but now he's gone to kick out spot. best team in comp. Where that, that, that is their favoured side of attacking side. We assume he's going to take kick out spot. Um, and he just runs a good line. So 435,000 undervalued. Very undervalued. Well, that's it. Like, people will look at it and go, Luke Garner's not going to break the tackles like Kikau's going to break the tackles. Now, what happens but, if they move Mardo to the left and they keep Garner on the right? Luke Garner runs lines better than Kikau, in my opinion. Kikau looks for contact. Garner runs into it. And if Luke Garner runs into a hole and four people are touching him as he falls over the line, that's four tackle busts. Whether he's actually broken those tackles or not doesn't matter. That's four tackle bus. So whether kick out run through three people and ran forty meters untouched after that, Luke Gunner scored more points than him just by running a good line and carrying four people over the line. Alright. Right. Yeah. I can't see him regressing. So I've gone Oh no, that's what I was gonna say, so that's why I cut you off because it was a pen of chat. Um, Liam Martin. Liam Martin won't go to the other side because he's the deterrent. Like, Nath can tackle on his own, but you don't want to run it. Liam Martin, he's a bit of a, he's a, bit of a menace. So he's a deterrent from running at Nath, yeah, if you know what right. I mean. You're better off running over there at Little Luai, who gets pushed off six, seven times a game anyway. You know, so that's that's why I think he'll leave him there and put Garner on the other side. Um, then I've got Elise Katoa, just because I think anyone that goes into a Melbourne system, if he starts, I think he's undervalued at 4'11". Can can be your stepping stone to another player. Wouldn't play him every week. Would you jump on Tariq Sims if he got the starting spot? Yeah, if if he starts 80 minutes every week at the Storm and Munster and use a fit, you're playing him. Oh, if he week. plays his 80 minutes, yeah. But if he's not getting 80 minutes, I'm not. If he's not, if he's starting on an edge, he's we usually, minutes, He's a gamble. Bellamy plays his back rails for 80 minutes. Like, Capusi yeah, yeah. and Bromwich predominantly play 80 minutes. Yeah, if not 70 so, when they were pumping it. Like. Yeah, that's it. So, you'd back him in. Have you got many of those? Or have you gone no, a different direction? I've gone completely 
left field of that. But I don't think left field. Uh, I've gone. I've bought. I've, I'm buying on Jake John Bateman. You are. Yep. I think he's overpriced. And six hundred twenty-two thousand. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm willing to roll the dice. Yeah, we've seen. Mind you, will IPAP take some of those tries? All IPAP go down all severely. IPAP, all IPAP distract away and maybe they'll feed off each other. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm back in... One of those back I'm back in Bateman really to play well. right-hand side, outside Dewey, Knopfluma, and probably Nate. Talao or whatever? No, Nate probably on that side. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's going to be the... Attacking team. I think I don't think you can have Naden and Nofo on the same side. It's a hole and a half. Neither of them read it real well. Right. Naden's not a great defender. We're, no not, we're not here to defend, mate. At the Tigers, I'm just saying. Well, we're I here don't, to score points. I'm just saying. Well, I don't think they'd be on the same side. Nah, Talao's always played left. Talao play left. He's left center. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be the attacking side. Bateman, Dewey. I've got Nofo as well, actually. Holy shit. Wow. That's a lot of Tigers. Yeah, I've got the whole Tigers right hand side, except <laughs> for the centre. You've got... You've wow, got. I've got to rig <laughs> my team. I'm going to bed, guys. See you later. All right. So who are your second rowers? Yeah, who are you just pumped got through the back there? Because um, I've got a couple of his, but then I've got some left fielders I've got well. Dave Fafita. Yeah. John Bateman. Yeah. yeah. Jermaine Hopgood. Spending money. Luke Garner. Carl Lawton. And Braden Williami. The last two are just Where's pencil, Jermaine Hopgood going? Pencil holders. He's just, at Parramatta. Just found where I'm getting me money for Turbo. Him starting lock. Yeah. If he can start lock and play 50 to 60 minutes, his work rate's phenomenal. Not worried about Nathan Brown. He's gone south, hasn't he? Or the Tigers? Yeah, there's talks in time with the Tigers before the season starts. So. Right. And he couldn't make the team for like 12 weeks last year. I was just He'd checking. come in for like a semi final, didn't he? And played like 12 or something minutes. And yeah, he's he's gone, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nathan Brown. Near Corey's right. gone. All right, so speaking of Near Corey gone. Um... I've gone for Murata Makaheshi. No, it wasn't. Makahesi Makatoa. Makahesi Makatoa, that's the one. I can only see half my screen on the reserves. Eliasi Katoa, Jack Hetherington, uh, Tom Gilbert, Luke Garner, and Adam Elliott. Yeah, I'll I'll probably look at Eliasi Katoa. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm looking for value everywhere, and that's because halves, I've gone Cleary Hines. You've gone Cleary Hines. So, Bergs, who you got, bud? Oh. Penciled in there, I've got Nathan Cleary and Tanner Boyd if he plays hooker at the Titans. Now, I did have Tanner Boyd until I freed up some cash to be able to make that one work. Um, would, you, would you spear me out of Tanner? Or? I have Tanner Boyd actually penciled in at the moment, but I have $470,000 or something to... I have enough money to upgrade to Nico. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want him to play hooker. I want him to play inside Dave Peter. Yeah, I heard talks of him possibly playing five eight. Which two went to school together? Two of them went to Cabra Park High School together at the same time. Dave Peter in one of the halves. I just don't know which one. So I'm hoping Tanner Boyd comes good for me there because 
He's only 384,000. There's not much below him to work with. But it, again, um, it comes back to, I feel the same situation in Newcastle. Aiden O'Brien doesn't use KP effectively. So he's well, not super coach relevant. I still then, see them as bottom eight teams, unfortunately. Bloody, who's their Holbrook, coach? Holbrook. Doesn't Holbrook. use Dave Fafita effectively, which hurts his super coach relevance. It takes Dave Fafita to just snatch a ball out of the air and just pump off 17 defenders, run over to the bench, pump off a few of them, and then score a try. And coaches, they should be better than that, those two. What frustrates me. Realistically, where do you see the competition this year? I see Panthers, Storm, Roosters definitely fighting very hard at the top. No, I, I see... Parramatta, Souths, then, as a Sharks um, well, as a possibility. Like, you can't... No, 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 but I'm, I'm talking about this just fully, what I see based every, on last year. Every team year. fully fit? Yeah. I see Roosters, Storm, 1-2. Yeah. Convincingly. Sorry, but I think without Appy, without Kick Air, yeah, I, thought... I think that severely brings Penrith back to the pack. And Storm, Storm, the Storm had the best spine last year. Bro, Storm, are Storm had the best spine fit. the year before. With those four players on the field, they can do anything. Well, yeah. and the Roosters are just these fucking stars started across the field, aren't they? Like their centers a quality fullback who's the best player in the World Cup at fullback. Like, how fair is that? Yeah, it's insane, isn't it? It really is. Like. It... Honestly, I do. I see the Roosters fully fit after a year um, where they were sort of ravaged by injury and, you know, the, the whole pressure of the three-peat a couple of years ago. I think they were just recovering from all of that. Um, I think now they've got some really good talent floating around there, but I don't know how much depth they've got personally. Melbourne, I think, are prepared for depth. I think they blooded a lot of blokes last year. I think they bought really well. And then Melbourne, like you said, they've got Welch back, which is a massive thing. If Harry's now graduated to an 80-minute hooker, then, it, yeah, they're going to be devastating, bro. Well, Melbourne have lived off the big three philosophy for 20 years. And they've got a big four at the moment. So well, the, the, other, the other puzzle pieces just fall into place. Yeah, As long as they stay fit. It... Well, okay, funny that you say as long as they stay fit. Because this whole thing, like, Pappy shattered a kneecap. That's pretty intense. Teddy. Yeah. Teddy. And, Teddy, and Teddy came back from that. That's where Teddy learned Teddy, to run again. He's an ACL the year before that, too. Yeah. Teddy had broken three years in a row and you thought Teddy, he was never going to. The one thing Teddy has now is severe concussions. Which yeah. is. Concerning. More probably concerning than ACL history or hamstring history or anything. Like, concussions are something not to be trifled with. Yeah, no. So, We're learning that, aren't we? Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, me five eights. Um, now, I've got Schuster, but there's a good chance he could get put up into the second row. Um, it's probably the smart choice, but... Yeah. I didn't realise I could get him a second row. Yeah, I yeah, but yeah, I could do he's 240k. No, he's... Cheap He's two hundred forty-one thousand. He was playing off the bench. No, I mean I could I could upgrade my five-eighth and move him up to the second row, sacrifice someone up there and upgrade. Yeah, well I've got just him sitting in there. He's a placeholder, but if well, I if I move it around, he'll probably go into the second row. His contract says he has to play five-eight. Yeah. Will they take the dual position off him? The only problem is he's not playing. No, nah, they can't do that on Alcoatu's side. Yeah. Much preferring playing outside. And then I've got Munster. 
I'm finding it hard to go past Munster. I know Dill Bags took it to the next level no. last year, but Munster still for me is way in front. Um, in in probably a better side, I think Parramatta lost a lot last year. Munster does well, but the problem is like that fullback ends up getting a lot of the points. They all, they all bloody score, mate. Every year, Hughes, Grant, or yeah. Smith, or whatever, they're spine, except for Gronk was the anomaly, all score fucking brilliantly. They're all amongst the top three in their positions. Fair call. Yeah. Well, Munster, they're just that team. Just, Munster's they 15% owned. Bags is at four. Dewey's at 11 uh, Dewey and Burton are the value. Matt Burton, mean. 39%. So that's a lot of people seeing value in Burton. Well, I mean, um, look, he, he's he got the kick in there, doesn't he? He's got the boot. He's six, got... 61% owned Schuster. But some of them will be in the second yeah, row. Majority, Most. Yeah. I, got, I got Burton Schuster at five-eighths at the moment. But, yeah, realising that, I'm, I'm, I'll see what I can do now. I've got a little bit of cash to see, play well, around with. Well, Burton doesn't just have... Adekar now to either throw a long cut-out ball or just kick the ball and Adekar chase. Wait, is Adekar retired? No. No. But now he's got kick-out as a fucking short off-the-ball hip running terrorising second rower. More importantly, so, you know what he's got? Like, he's got service, bro. He's got Reed Marnie there. He's yeah, a solid hooker. Uh, he throws a forward pass I'm, more often I'm, than not. I'm not big on Reed Marnie, man. He had that. Hopefully Good fucking four-on spin where he was fantastic, but so even then he threw, like Berg said, seven forward passes a game. Like, at least. At le- I watched him heavily. He for all of them. Yeah, but they're, about to, put, for they're of about to put something in the ball. If it's not this year, no. it's coming. It's coming, man. I think like 10 or something years. Like It's coming. They're putting a ball tracker thing in. Like, yeah, hopefully it's not in his time because we're fucked. <laughs> and, and then we're going to bring in the challenge and it's going to go back to umpire's call. Anyway, so yeah, Reid Marnie, would you go near Reid Marnie? Yep. I'm just saying, I no. think Bulldogs are bought well. I think they're going to be looking strong this year. I think Serrato's going to go in there and make a massive difference to what's going on. He put his running game away. But he's gone from 5 you stop running. to hookers. Yeah. He's gone from 5 eights to hookers. We've done the hookers. Reid Marnie's been spoke about. Um... Because right. no one's really talking about you. Uh, what, oh no. <laughs> what? What? Well, I'm just saying, like as an as an advantage to Burton, you guys are the ones that talk me into Burton. But I mean, Burton I does his own shit. But you seen him doing it last year. That's what I mean. He made Origin and stuff, and I think he's going to be a leader of that team over there. Burton's bill is kick goals. He now has kick out running off his hip, and he has the fox to kick ball and throw cutout balls. Too. And we see what like, they did at Australian level. That combination for Super Coach. Cheering. Oh, you can't ask for anything better, really. Try assist, line or, break assist. The only thing you could ask for is if they were a better team. Now, my Saturday... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Charming. What? Um, my center Wings. Now, I'm going to get some eye raises here, but there's also a couple that probably just should be there anyway. You um, want to know our five eight? Oh, yeah, Does I do. Yeah, me? did you tell oh, us? I said mine. Burton Schuster, bro. Did. We've covered this. That's how we start oh, yeah. talking about hookers. <laughs> well, I'm Burton, I'm Burton Dewey. Burton Dewey. At the moment. I like Dewey. I like like Dewey. I said, I've got the whole Tigers right-hand side at the moment. I'm Team Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Jump, for life. Jumping on this year. Uh, I like Dewey, but Lano. Dewey's a good one. Um, all right, so i got Marju. I think he'll... Yeah. 
I got Marju. I think he'll definitely get a start at Newcastle, and he he's just a little bulldozer. Then I got Rapana because I I'm starting to think back to his last ten games when he started doing a Joey Manu like effort down there at Canberra, and um, I'm pretty sure he scored pretty well, eh? Like them last uh, Jordan Rapana. Um, he got a 86, a 79, a 60, 60, 163, and 119. Was that when he was playing fullback? Um, don't know. But he was definitely doing... I think he was playing fullback and, like, having excessive runs per game. He was. He was doing, like, a Joey Manu-like thing. But if Xavier Savage is going to play fullback and he's back on the wing, is he going to continue? I think he's going to. I think he's going to do that. I think teams. It, have, I think teams have watched what New South Wales did that year with Turbo and Teddy, and it's it worked. And if you can find the right people to do it in your team, it works. And and he seems to go okay at well, it. The last four or five years, per se, he's gone on those runs for a month, Standard, maybe yeah. two, like good runs where he just absolutely carved it up where he just ran the ball like Joey Manu offloaded kicking for himself and scoring tries out of nowhere well, he was kicking goals just, too yeah. he was kicking so, goals as well through that period he's I, how do you think Canberra are going to go his team are they going to score enough points for him to be old then uh, I don't know but he's 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 a decent shout at the moment because I can sort of work with the 526 grand. See, I, I don't see Canberra as a top 18. And I think him at 500,000 in a not top 18 is... A bit meh. They've got the hammer. They've got the hammer. The Wayne has come out. We all know the Wayne's a bit... Um, he always tells the truth. A bit, bit loose with his uh, stuff he lets out. But yeah, I've got the hammer just if he does play fullback. Yeah, might I probably wouldn't play him week to week, but he could definitely on matchups could play him. Um, then I got Charles Nickel Clockstad. I think if he plays fullback for the Warriors, I think with his dual status, I think he's gone back to the Charlesy that we first picked up a couple of years ago well, when he went to Canberra. The difference between him and Hemmer is Charles got the pedigree of a work. Yeah. workaholic at the back. He'll take the twenty runs. Yeah, yeah. Where Hemmer's never shown. The enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can't see that changing. And Sorry. then you speared me into Isaac Thompson, is it, from South today? Yeah. Um, I haven't heard much of him, but supposedly um, it's his spot right to lose. Spot. Training the house down. A lot of houses in Redfern coming down. Everyone does. Um, and then Paul Alimony at the Dogs. I've heard he's the cheapie that's getting a spot, but... I'm not sold. That's There's it. no cheapies are sold, and I don't think anyone's ten wings penned in. They might have one that they're going to think is going to be their anchor, but apart from that, I think everything's up in the air there. Yeah, and then I got that other. Except I don't. Ballantyne Homes is a very popular option. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of people talking about Ballant. Cow's got a good run. Um. Well, and then I got that Tuare. From the Valance to Ware from the Dolphins. Ware. It'd be probably Dean Ware's cousin, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> that's no. <nah. laughs> Pretty sure got, it's best Dean Ware when it's that way. But anyway, 
Good to know Bergs is in touch with his Kiwi brothers and sisters. Um, who have I got in the centre wings? Let's just take a quick squeeze. Oh, I've got I've got Val. Now that you mention it, yeah. I figure well, goal kick at the centre. He's just he's a gun. He's a weapon in that team. If they're going to score tries, he's going to have a lot to do with a bunch of them. So he kicks goals off anyone so they do score. Hey, he showed last year that he was just by the second half of the year after Origin, he was great. He was fantastic. He was putting up fullback numbers at centre. Right, like, it was like, crazy. Do I go him or Toto, who had a bit of a lean year last year? No. See, um, yeah, I'm a bit iffy on Toto with Crichton there. Crichton as long as if Toto stays on the right hand side, no, no, yeah, no to Toto. So yeah, um, I went with Val in the end. Lockie Miller, you guys talk me into him. Uh, supposedly yep. going from the, the other one Newcastle. who's up there is Gary, but by all reports, he's going to be playing centre this year, which I think makes him super good. Yuck, yuck. No, I think he still does his thing and kicks goals. But he doesn't get on the end of that back line who just scores tries scores for fun. Tries. Yeah, 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 that's true. Well, Joey Manu's at 12%. But will he be more like Val? Nope. Val's 21. Val in him. Val's 21%. Toto's 21%. Yeah. So they're anchors for people. Suwali's at 17%. I was considering Suwali. And then if we list goes down, Addo yeah, Carr's I'd... on 10 Who? Addo Carr's on 10%. Well, man, if the Bulldogs get in good service and the Bulldogs are going to be scoring tries, same thing. Addo Carr will have a lot to do with a lot of them. Holy feet, I'm going storming. Hayes Perham's at 21%. Maybe Coates. Yeah, see, I sort of forgot about Zave, and he had a bit of a lean year last year too, didn't he? Where'd he end up? Not good. Yeah, well, that's Re- it. Remus Smith's also another one that I have in my... Same here. I got three hundred sixteen thousand dollars. I like him. and Remus Smith are both in mind. Go past Remus. Yeah, but same thing, right? Like he got ravaged by injury last year, but we've seen what he can do. And like, Storm click on for the back end of the season, but he, like it's just value. And then he'll be a gun keeper if everything. No, nah, he, he's not going to average a sixty-five seventy ever throughout the season. But if he can average, if he can get himself up. Score a couple of tries early, get him for about 55, 60 average, make a couple hundred thousand dollars, job done. See you, Remus. Thank you. Yeah, fair call. Xavier Coates comes in, scores a hat-trick, hopefully. I feel that's the jobs of him and the, the Tommy Talaos. They're all around about that price where you need him to at least get to 50, 55 so you can get him out and not get stuck with him. Or just jag a hat-trick, hopefully not in week one, week two, where... Stays near rolling average for two price rises. Yeah, yeah. So I also got Hayes Perham on the bench, Hayes Dunster, um, and Paul Alamotti. I've gone cheapy, like the cheapest I can sort of thing. Just, you know, for a few places really. We're you will. for cheapies. You will most likely need to save some coin for an Alamotti upgrade because I'm not 100% sold he gets a spot, but there is talks. He's training well. Yeah, it's here. I'll find something there. Otherwise, yeah, possibly enough loop. Um... Fullbacks, boys. Um, you, you go thinking? first, bud. I'll go first. <laughs> KKP and Trevojevic. Um, now, there's a lot riding on Tommy coming back from America fit. Um, he's going to have no preseason again. I don't feel like he needs the preseason. I feel like he'll slot into that team like that's what he does and does best. Do you want to see what's up 10 weeks? 
Yeah, that, that's it. I think he's going to come back fitter than he has oh. ever been. Like, I think he's going to be looking at the way he does his job on a different level after coming back from the States where they've got so much money invested in professional sports. Like, he's just over there in a different world. Well, and, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he comes back. But if it's anything like Trell, fit as a fiddle and ready to go. So yeah. I'm very excited. Question is, can he make round one? He's what, 25 years old, 26 years old, maybe at best? He's coming into his prime, ultimately. And like, did you ever need fitness training, really? Yeah. When you're an athlete like Turbo at 25, 26 years old, he doesn't need pre-season. No, he's he can a... hit the ground running. It's And if it's fitness training, that's what this body rehab is. He needs to get right. It's not his fitness or his cardio. That's sweet. It's his body. Mate. If he can go over there and get his legs right... Woo, baby. He will come back a changed man. All right. Now I've got KP as my other one. Now that's he... a massive risk if he's moving into the halves, bro. Yeah, well, I've, I didn't have enough money for Brimston at the time. So I like Brimston. He goes on his little runs too, but... No one's no. considering starting Teddy? Oh, I want to, but the money factor, man. I really can't. I really can't at the moment. I have to rejig a few things. Who you got? I got Turbo as well. I got Reese Walsh at this point, looking for value once again. But I do see the Broncos as a bottom eight team again. Oh, well, I had Reese Walsh and Turbo. Now I went to KP and Turbo. I think I'm still got KP and Turbo. If Turbo's fit starting season, he's walk up to my team, no matter what. It. And then Under anyone else for me, you're just a placeholder for Paps. You're silly not to. Well, and if we have a look. If Teddy's you look, the only wild card for me. KP at 5'8 discourages me personally. So Paps starts the season on fire and is fit, and he goes straight through to Origin as well. Well, you so want to hear the same boat as Teddy. percentages? Trell's at 18, Teddy's at 43, and then... How much is Teddy? 836,300. We all know the Roosters don't care about the first Third month the or season. so of the season. Like they're slow starters. They're all about... Yeah, but Teddy strong. generally gets a few centuries in that time. Like He still manages to get in there. Cause he, he... Just nuns back that up? No, I don't actually. Last year, he wasn't going great guns until Origin. He comes back like a beast after it, though. But... Like, the Roosters have been injury ravaged for three or four years, man. Like, Teddy has solo pretty much. Joe might have chipped in here and there, but Teddy's carried that team for so long. Well, there's not much of that premiership team left. Well, since Boyd got, like, 19, since Boyd gone, friend gone, all them, the rest of the team has been... Cronk gone. Severely injury rabbit. Yeah. That's and it. Teddy's just Sometimes he's been the only guy out there. That's it. It's it's like And it some people like can say he's not there. the best fullback in the game. Like, come on man. He's epic. Let's be All right. So we've talked enough about players and that. Let's talk about the actual game and how it's changed that little bit. Right. So head to head is a big one. Uh well this is what's this is what I've got written down. Just tell me if it's benefit or disadvantage or have a little rant if you like. Uh, they've increased the rounds to 27, so that there is more trades, 46, but you worked out it's not more than last year because there's, well, there's two extra rounds. There's extra two, rounds, so extra trades. that's where your extra trades have come from. So it's not really 
1.76, wasn't it, Dozzy? Per week we worked it out at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it might float out to that 1.86 that we were thinking about. No, it just, didn't. No. It, it was it, only going to go down, if, if you knock it, If you let me finish my fucking sentence. If no. you knock it down yeah. around, uh, because that's when head-to-head finishes, and I think that's what Perso was talking about when he mentioned that, was straight up, if you're playing just straight head-to-head, you don't even have to worry about the last round because head-to-head finishes in 26. Starts in round one, goes to 22, 23 through to 26 is finals. Con's just shaking his head. No, no. Okay. So there's three major buy rounds now, and during these major buy rounds, you get three trades automatically. So you, now you normally get your two a week. During the buy rounds, you get three, so you'll be able to boost up to four. Yeah. Um. So that really has taken any crucial planning out of the game for the number crunches, you know? Um. few guys out there, I've seen a few I've posts. Seen, but like, okay, now... Sorry, no. You know what? Have your argument, and then I'm going to... No, I'm just saying I've seen up. a few posts out there where people have... Um, they're very upset by the the change. Like, um, for yeah, me... They're upset by the buy-buy schedule. Oh, well, I don't know. Have a fucking whinge. Go talk to the NRL. They're the ones that bought in a 17th team and forced no, it to I, happen. I hear you talking about, man. Like, like, are we talking about 13, man? No, team? that's coming oh, next. That's yeah, yeah coming that, next. That, that's one of the other changes during those buy rounds. But, like, just the buy rounds and stuff in general, that's the thing. You can't control it, man. It's it's because there's this 27-round, 17-team draw that's got an odd number in it, which has just made things all weird. Guess what? You've got to buy every week. You guys have that to sink your teeth into, right? If you were complaining about what you're talking about, then just go look at the draw, look at the buy schedule, and just sink your teeth right into that because you are going to have heaps of fun because you can make an extra 80 points a week, right, on the competition just by making sure you've got that extra player and you never play a buy. You could use your whole trade strategy based around that if you go and analyze the draw and really have a good look at the buy. Oh, I'm not doing that, right? But you could if you really wanted to. And I think they've given you a new aspect to this game that you can really sink your teeth into. And if you look at it properly, right, like what are we talking, 27 rounds by 80 points? Talk an extra couple of thousand points in the end for overall. That's going to make a massive difference come round 26, round 27. Yeah. Yeah, agree. I do agree. Now, also... That's crazy. Why? Go for it, Con. Well, you're talking about using one trade every week to trade out some person who's going to play the buy some person who's not going to play the buy. So every week, what if there's a gun that's only playing the buy that week? Are you going to trade him out, just trade in someone else who's not playing the buy? No, I've got plenty of people To make up bench. your 80 points a week? No, hopefully I've got enough depth. So that's I'm... what I mean. So you shouldn't have to trade out to account for the buy. You should be carrying but I might be probably for the next 9, week 19, 20 players. So every week... You don't have to worry about who's on the buy or whatnot. You've got a player to fill that spot. Listen well, to Colin now... talking with all the confidence of bloody preseason going, you should, you should, you should. Well, it... When I'm in the depths of July, Con, and half my team is gone, and I am just trying to scramble together players to field for you know full rounds, sometimes that's difficult. I will pray for you. Yeah, exactly right. What I'm saying is you could if you wanted to. I'm not saying I'm going to do that. But I'm saying you could make an extra couple of thousand points if you went and did it properly. Now, if you've got a gun, we all know. Supercoach rule, you don't trade a gun. 
But right? what's doing it properly? What do you mean by doing it properly? Well, like say you've got a bit of depth on your bench, but then you've got to trade that, you know, maybe you've got two people from that team or you know that the person you've got maybe has a buy next week. Well, you go, you know what? I can move them on this week. Or, you know, like if you've got a gun, you throw them on the bench and you play someone else. Hopefully you've got the depth there to do that, right? So what if you've got some dude just coming off the back of 140? He's not, he's not a gun by any stretch of the imagination. He's just rolling into the buy. And he's got two hard games. Well, then, yeah. Maybe Are I do you selling him? him? Yeah. Maybe, possibly. Maybe I'll wait, take that first price rise, and then piss him off before the next one. I don't know. Let's see where we're going throughout the season. I don't know what my strategy is. That's what I'm I mean. listening to you guys more often than not. So this is why I'm curious as to why you think it's crazy. That's why you're going so bad. Yeah. I'm listening to Gregory, and I don't even realise. Well, Jira can't tell. Well, during those three buy rounds as well, that's where you were talking about. You get you have to just start your best 13 now. There's no need to go that's an interesting d- thing. diving too hard into... It's just a team you can field. No reserves. Depth for squad. So Well, actually, yeah. No, so well, there is reserve. You do name reserves, but they don't get scored. Is that the case? Your name, your name, still have your selected seventeen. Yeah, but only thirteen players. So if the I got best thirteen players get scored. So if I so got two halves away at Origin, for so example, even if three of your reserves outscore three of your starting players, they get the score. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Just Wait. your best scoring thirteen players get scored. Don't matter reserves. So position, having a bit of depth, having a bit of depth is going to help you if you go the right way. Yeah. In your bench, like some you people are, are counting on their twenties and thirties, while you got a fifty and sixty coming through there, that's a leg up, bro. Like it's, it's there's some crucial planning there. But by that time, you should probably have nineteen or so quality players. You know what it gets like sometimes. But I mean, origin, we're used to tearing apart our team take, get taken away. So that's it, and then you start building for the next phase of the game in you know those six rounds, and then the run home after that. Building for head-to-head finals or whatever your plan or your strategy is. No, you can leave that there, Con. That would be great. Thank you. Yeah, so that's going to be that's going to change things dra- like drastically. Well, yeah. I mean, the buy rounds are very interesting. You've got three trades available. Four if you've still got a boost up your sleeve, um, but you're automatically allowed to make three trades. You've got your best thirteen scoring. There's only five games playing, so there are some mass buys, but there's actually more games, so therefore more possible players to pick from. So that's what I mean. Like, if you pay, if you really do play your cards right with the buy planning, you can be making extra points every single week. Because if you're only fielding a sixteen each week due to buys, especially early in the game, well, not early in the game, as you start building and you get into those tight situations, yeah, sometimes you miss a trade. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes you just you bring in the wrong person, or you're too late getting rid of someone, and then you get stuck behind the eight ball for three, four weeks until something else does go your way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my concern is what's, what's going to happen when we get into those sort of situations. May, June, July, once footy season really starts getting into the thick of it. Well, that's where, you, if you've done it right early, you get to save your boost, you know, like... Um, hey, Berks. What? How many boosts you finished the year with? One. Good on you, buddy. Which was shit, because Con tried to... I'm glad he's not here, actually, because Con tried to fucking tell me to use my boost... I would have boosted Nico in in round two before the money changed, and I didn't want to use my boost. I wanted to hold on, and then I finished the year with a boost and twenty thousands. Like it just everything went to shit from there because I was chasing my own tail. Uh, this year I have got it in my head that I will boost early. I'll um, quite possibly boost 
round two and three. Um, Whatever you got to do to start really getting in those. Just you need those points, man. You got to start banking those points so early. Well, just yeah, like last year, I was just you know what the boost was a change. Like we see how people have gone a bit nuts with the change now. Uh, as super coaches, we've been playing the game for a long time. Not much has changed like that, and it was a massive change to the game. Old Teddy Woods um, boost a bit too early and ended up just, you know, falling a bit he, short of, the, of he, the pinnacle. He hung in there for a long time. It was the fact that he just kept trading. You know what? He boosted well. It he was did. that he kept trading after he'd done all his boosts, chasing some points here and there, That and he, he should have just hung on to a couple of them players and rode it out, you know what I mean? And he would have finished the year with some trades and probably in a better spot. But Teddy, trust me, he's learned. We talk a lot to Teddy, don't we, Con? And he's learned a lot from last year. And we talk, we do talk a bit about the boost because, yeah, like I said, the boost sort of threw me off last year. Didn't know what to do with it. And this year I've planned for the boost. If I'm doing well them first two rounds, fucking great, won't boost. You know what I mean? If If... If I'm not doing so great, then them boosts are gone. Save two, maybe three if I'm lucky for Origin, and that's the end of it. You know, so I can boost the people in and out of these major buy rounds, and that's the plan from now. But we all know plans change. Plans change hard. Now that Con's back, I just want to have a quick chat about the gold users. Now, gold users, as we know from BBL, thanks to uh, the Sarge, uh, Bilko, he showed us a lot of... um, Ownership data and stuff. If you're a gold user or what is it called, plus user, um, you get ownership data. So you get to look at what the top 1%, the top 5%, and the top 10% are doing. So you can know who they've VC'd and who they've captained. Um, I think you can check who they've brought in. I'm not 100%. Yeah, on I believe that you can filter the trade section via that now as well. But So it's just, you know what? We used it. I didn't actually get start getting into it to these last probably three or four rounds because I didn't know I had the feature. But Bilko was putting them in every week for us in the Bold Gary conversation. And just to be able to look at what the top 1, 5, and 10% are doing, A, it's beneficial to you, and B, you know where you're going to have to sort of look for a pod because they're all doing that. If, if you think somewhere over here is going to be better, well, that's where I'm going to have to go away from the grain. You know, if they're yeah. all doing that over here and I'm so far behind, you need the Hail Mary over there. So being able to look at that is another beneficial thing they've brought in. Um, you, you a fan of that? If, you, if your side is just a bunch of Hail Marys, though, it's time to reassess your life choices. Oh, yeah, like you, it's not the same as cricket old footy because you can, with cricket, you can trade them in and out so quick the games are like, Nothing but footy, you got to sort of pick and stick and stay for a bit, bar injury. So, I um, I like to know what they're doing up there. Yeah, I it's, agree. Especially if you're not the greatest and you're getting yourself a little bit of a window, then that's helping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot. sure. Uh, also, what they did brought back from last year, which I did notice, I don't know if you have noticed, bugger all jewels, lads. Not many at all. A lot of people yes, lost it. A lot of people lost their jewel. Oh, yeah, cheese lost his jewel. Well, we all know from past years when Latrell Mitchell lost his jewel. It's because South issue. said that he's only playing fullback. Yeah. It's where his clubs, he's got no other written down in his paper that he's playing somewhere so else, or so no chance of him. So Cheese plays 30 seconds at lock, we can see. Uh, no, but what happens if Cheese does play a oh, couple of games? If, if Cheese does they start, reassess. if Cheese does start a couple of games at lock, 
and it's probably three or four. I think he by won't. around. I oh, know, but I'm just saying hypothetically, if he starts at lock with three or four games, I'm not sure on the number. We'll go four. Um, plays so, four games there. He okay. gets the dual status in either round so, six, twelve, or eighteen. So, so can we buy KP five eight? In in six rounds, you should be can, able to. Can we, Newcastle have said he's playing five eight this year. Why is he not only available in the five eight position? Why is he only available at Pogbet? Use your words. Fullback. I mean, that's a good hey? question, Con. That's a well, good question. Hopefully, it, they do reassess it before kickoff. But I mean, I suppose well, if they can't. If Cheese loses his duel, where he did play actually both last year, and they said he's only playing hooker, and now KP's only named at fullback because he only played fullback last year, but Newcastle said he's playing five eight. Look, it's not going to happen to round six. Um, but why? Because it's, it's, it hasn't it hasn't already happened, so it's not going to happen. I don't think. For for me, it might happen, but for me, it's not going to happen. It would have happened last night when the game came out, or whenever it came out the well, other it day. It just doesn't make sense why one loses, one one doesn't. Now, just quickly, while we're just shooting the breeze, you got, you saying anything? Just shooting the breeze. Um, the Podmasters Cup. It's it's still it's still out there. We had a mad uh, event. Was it last Saturday? Yeah. Last Saturday, we all went to the cricket with all the other podcasters. We missed the hangout at the pub, standard ass. But we got to meet all the boys and some great dudes out there. And, and um, shout out to Lisa, Kando. sorry, not just a dude. Shout out to Kando <laughs> for organising it all. He's a legend. Um, and for running the Podmasters Cup. Does a fantastic job every year. Yeah, also heavily involved the SC Hub on the Discord, uh, I suggest. Discord is a good place, Con. You are now yeah, in and amongst the Discord. Poking, there's plenty of good info out there. Poking around in there. So, yeah, I did tell you a couple of years ago about the Discord. And yeah. The Discord is getting bigger and better every year. So, steer clear of Dr. Kando. <laughs> He's always up for a prostate examination. <laughs> <laughs> Two fingers, yes. What's that, sorry? Move on. Okay. Um, all right. Um... Uh, just, well, okay. Who are the must-haves? In, do you have any must-haves that you can't not start the season with this year? Like, is there someone that you just cannot start the season with this year? Without, I mean. Fully fit turbo. A fully fit turbo. You think that that's just, if that's the way to go? At under 600k, absolutely. Yeah. Clez, you start with Cleary. See, I think that's that's the thing you can get. There's now options there. Last year, no, nah. couldn't have gone any other way to start the year. Okay, you so know let me rephrase mean? it. You start with either Hines or Clez. Yeah, I think Cleary's got the better draw, but has a buy round three. Round six, I think. Maybe it is round three. I'm not sure. I think they have earlier buy than the Sharks, and the Sharks have a buy a bit later. But like Perso showed in his stats, um, Nico does average very well against these teams that he's starting the year against. So. He could be a looking. Um, for me, I'm, I'm just going to stick with the reliability of Nafe. Um, he's tried, tested, and true now for a few years running. He does his own stuff, scores tries. I know he's not getting the service he was getting out of dummy half, but I think Penrith has a whole work on that. They've got pretty good unit around him. But yeah, I, I just see Nafe doing the same, if not better, than last year. So. 
for me, I'm just going to sit there with the safety of Nafe, whereas you're tipping the Sharks to go a little bit backwards this year, regress oh, as a team. I am. But so that, for me, could affect the points of Nico. I still have Nico not in my team at the moment, but he's in the mix. He can't not be in the a mix. A good chance of... You, You've seen him last year. He's a gun. Like, he really is just hands on board. Kind of a politician, though. Didn't answer the question. Do you see the Sharks regressing on why? Yeah, I, I definitely see. I think the Sharks will overachieve this year. I think their spine, their forward pack, definitely isn't top four material against Penrith, Storm, Roosters, South, Parramatta. So you don't think Parramatta is closed? I think injuries helped Sharks and probably the Cowboys big time last year to Storm Roosters mainly. Yeah. All right, very cool. What else you got there, Berks? Uh, I've got a couple of questions. Um, Not many, but got a couple. Bowsy says, welcome back, champions. Bowsy. Bowsy, love your work, son. Dan Morgan, can't wait, lads. The BBL crew did a great job, and nothing but nothing compares to footy. Yeah. He is correct. And then he says, oh, actually, just touching on the BBL crew, the boys are doing their own thing on a Sunday night, wrapping the round on a Sunday. Uh, it's called Off the Bench. Uh, they have a page on Facebook. Go check them out. They'll be doing podcasts as well. So check that out. Get in there, fellas. And then Brother Richo. After all the years I've been telling you how good Joey Manu is, <laughs> is it, can Con finally admit it? I was right and stopped putting the poor guy down. Hey, starting with him this year, Richo, is the big question, brother. Are you going to put your money where your mouth is? Oh. I hope so. I think he's done it a few years now. He's oh. done well, Joey. Like, yeah, he's a gun. Oh, I'm willing to fucking eat that. meat cake. Like, I was wrong, Richo. I'm sorry. It was probably three weeks after I said no, but I was wrong. You got me. <laughs> no. I've got, I've got the stats on it. Yeah, no, I was wrong, mate, and I'm sorry, buddy. Well done. All right, just want to have a quick shout-out to some of the people on Facebook. Sean O'Vara's in there. Nick Heffernan. Um, talking about his BBL Supercoach comp. Won it. Good on you, buddy. Well done, Nico. Hopefully you were listening to the boys over the summer. He was. He was they helped involved. you out. Mark Hindle's in there, Lukey Smith's Marky. in there. Marky. Lukey. Lukey. Timmy, Ross, g'day boys, how you doing? Ross Man says, Con, go home, you were drunk. <laughs> Just too late. <laughs> Just a tad. Just a tad. Sean O'Vara says, he started thin in the centre wing last year, but ended up being where all the points were. Like, it ended, the centre wing ended up being where all the points were again. I think when we were talking about centre wing. Well, Sean, if I remember correctly, Sean was up there last year. If he wasn't up there, he was definitely in them final cashies. Because I remember talking about Sean's little run home and the final cashies. So, um, well, generally, the most expensive players were where the points were at last year. And the most expensive. Expensive. Players in the this year. This guy's blind. <laughs> Matty Drew, Shannon Pikowski, Berg, you animal. I try. 
Sean O'Vara, it sounds like he's a dog fan. Definitely going to be top eight. Finally, it's their time, mate. It's their time. So quickly, boys, I want to quickly ask you guys about some value and some value picks, uh, team by team, uh, in the positions. So we were talking about this off-air. Broncos, the only value you really see there being changes to the team, obviously, fullback. Reese Walsh guaranteed to play fullback, or did you say yep. someone else is playing fullback? No, he's guaranteed, I think. Guaranteed. Beautiful. So you're looking at the fullback at the Broncos, probably going to be Reese Walsh. Uh, for the Bulldogs, there's been a few Good value too, there. I think. Good yeah, team. Like... Top eight team, I think, this year. And Seriously, come Broncos from a top eight? Terrible, horrible Warriors team last year. Sorry. No, if they race a spit, they've got a good forward pack. They've got a good back line. Add Reese Walsh. I think they'll do well. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I see their outside back stocks are decent too. Um, for the Bulldogs, seems to be a few changes over there. So lock, Josh Jackson departing, obviously. So the lock spot's pretty much up for grabs. Any front runners you guys see there? Uh, probably Luke Thompson. If not, he goes into the front row for um, Paul Vaughan, who also left. So yeah, that's it. You he definitely, minutes on there. I think he'll definitely get some minutes. TPJ figure. He's looking. Look, he's looking imposing. I've seen seen him in the gym the other day. Big unit, but he's got to prove it to me. I think. Like I've had him in the past. Looked done well for me in the past, but he really dogged it last year by the end and. Yeah, I, I don't even know if he starts. If if the coach is watching what he put out dished up last year at the end, I don't know if he starts. Mm. He's probably better coming off the bench. He's like that Ryan Madison. Maybe the maybe the start of the game's a bit too mongrelish for him or something. I don't know. And then he <laughs> he's got to come on and do a bit of bit of a different role from the bench. I'm I'm just not sold on what his role is yet. Taylor Mariner hey, could go good. Not this. Supercoach pedigree there for days <sighs> with him. Like he's offload, his tackle busts in, he can score trials. Like it's he, just his temperament. I think he pumped sixteen offloads in one game last year. No, I think it was that high. But it was pretty close. Uh, yeah, it was pretty extreme. It was like it yeah, was double top, figured. But that's what I mean. It's like saying he can bust tackles. Like he even ran across and palm off four people in one run. Yeah. Yeah, his potential's limitless, like, but attitude and work ethics always worry, and he seems to get himself into trouble as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, take that mirror away for a second. Yeah, it's like looking in the mirror sometimes, isn't it? Wake up yourself. <laughs> Jazzy, where are you at, mate? Uh, dragons. Oh, no, no, no. Bulldogs. Center wing fullback. Sounds like there's going to be a fullback spot open at the at the Bulldogs. Avarillo going to start a fullback again? Not sure where they're going with it. Um, reports, you don't know. You don't know. It's funny bugger season. You but Hayes Perham or Hayes Dunster. I'm just going to throw a stupid stupid out there and say Stone's going to be kicked and Stephen Crichton's going to be starting up one for the Bulldogs. Oh, you reckon he's going? He's, going. he's, he's kicking Stones. He's out. I want to play fullback. Nah, nah. I want my money. So off he goes. Nah. Hope we don't pay the stupid money. He's already paid stupid money. No, I'd like to get He's him out of this year's stupid money. You to idiot. get him out of this year's contract. He's probably getting cheap. No, I don't know who plays fullback. There's rumour it's the Hayes Perham or Hayes Dunster, whichever one we got. Rumour that he's the front runner, but 
That's just stupid. I have a real idea if to do If real is not the front runner, well then, who's your coach? All right, for the Dragons. Oh, Serraldo. Yeah, no, Serraldo's not that silly, surely. Dragons have the bye first week. Dragons suck. I mean, there's that too. Uh, fullback and hooker. Sorry, sexy. Sounds like they're both up for grabs, though. Well, I'm not sure on the Cody Ramsey thing. Hopefully someone watching might know a bit more. I'm not sure if he medically retired or not. There's something wrong with him. Um, So he's still on the books. but He's still on the books, but as far as I know, there was something really wrong with him. So. Con's pissing himself, look. Instead of... What's wrong with him, Con? What's so funny? Is it just the fact that no, he's Cody Ramsey? No, I don't know. Just the way he said I'm, there's something I'm, wrong with no, him. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> um... Con's had him in his team a few times. No, never. All, All right. right. Well, Dragon Spine players probably are irrelevant. Maybe the, uh, whoever yeah, gets yeah. a starting hooker for the well, Dragons. Over the but... last probably two or three years, the only true player that's proved irrelevance is Zach Lomax. And Benny Hunt. He kicks goals and he can score some tries. He can set up some tries. So. so let's move on to the Eels. They got a few openings. They got the hooker, which is Josh Hodgson. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the photo floating around social media, but the dude got looks some, like he's built like a tank. Got some guns on him. Mate. He'd struggle to wipe his... <laughs> yeah, Josh Hodgson. <laughs> Two tickets to the gun show, please. That dude's rocking cannons at this point. They're massive. Oh, you do need peptides when you have to come back from serious injuries like that. I mean, sorry. Yeah, no. Allegedly. Training hard. Allegedly. Training the house down. It's called protein. Yeah, no, of course. It's called protein. I saw some frizzle. <laughs> uh, so also the back row with the departure of IPAP leaves a massive hole in Parramatta. Well, that's his Jermaine yeah. Hopgood. That's his Jermaine no. Hopgood get, isn't it? No. Yeah, He's no, but Maddo. Chorus. Yeah, but number thirteen spot. Uh, that that twelve spots open. Yeah, who's going to get it? That's the real question. Yeah, you got Maddo coming off the bench for sixty. Maybe Maddo just moves straight into that spot. He plays back row, Sean Lane, one side, Maddo, the other. Jermaine Hopgood, 13. Gets knocked out a lot when he starts the game, but... Who? Maddo. Maddo. Maddo can just get himself knocked out having a shower. Yeah, and, and I think I think he's not going to be there for the start of the year either, Maddo. He didn't pay that fine, four grand oh, fine, remember? I thought he's fucking backflipped on that. Yeah, but it's too late. It had already been... So it should be. It had been too late. There should be no takey backs <laughs> yeah, his name. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they'd give no you the old... No way! I'm pretty yeah, sure they'd give you the old fuck you. Mate, <laughs> well, he decided to dog his team for $4,000. Pull the microphone back from your fucking mouth when Sorry. you yell into it. Sorry. Listen, Sorry. You can yell. Then Just pull the microphone back when you do it. Not only did he decide to dog his fucking new teammates... For $4,000, he decided to dog his own teammates to walk out of a contract for more money. Like, come on, man. Well, where do you draw the line? Are you a team player or do you just want to go play fucking tennis and be curious? I'd rather like, go play fucking, you're an individual fuckwit, man. You're a good player. You're a specimen. You're a good supercase fuckwit. Fuck, I hate you. Sorry. Get into it, bro. Finish with that rant. Because he plays no, for power, isn't he? But, yes. Hold on. No, no. Alright, there's also a centre yeah, wing spot with the departure of Tom Opacek. So, moving on. Cowboys, no massive changes. Dolphins, obviously, all 17 are worth looking at. We're going to get into that no, in a later not. episode. Uh, the Knights, you've got a few changes there. 5-8th, where 
looking at KP moving into. She leaves a fullback spot open. Uh, Lockie Miller apparently is the front runner for that at the moment. Uh, but there was a few uh, departures, obviously, um, from Newcastle. Clemmer to the Tigers. I believe you guys lost Mitch Barnett to the Warriors. Yep. Is there another forward? I mean, have we lost another forward there as well? No? Is that it? Point is, there's definitely some uh, some back row and some middle minutes there. Yeah, not England. You wouldn't be looking at either of the Saifidi brothers? Has it? That's all right. We're still recording the audio. Hello. Facebook's fucking out because the internet shit. Daniel Saifidi's top of the rocks out there. You're not on the microphone, Connor. I know Daniel Saifidi's top of the rocks out there. And the stats do back it up. I think Julian Leggy. Yeah. He's big totally fan of him. Super coach on Facebook. Check it out. Yeah, he's got the numbers to back all that up. And he's his number one prop. And he does enough research for me to say that's good information. All yeah, right. it is. It's pretty solid. I've, I've gone out and looked at a few of his write-ups. They're solid. But... I feel Jacob Saifidi also went above and beyond last year as well. Like, Clemmer was on the outer a little bit, you could say. Being a Saifidi wasn't himself. And I think Jacob, I think Jacob was our best actual front row last year. So Would you look at either, starting with either of them or getting I'd, either of them in? I'd, I'd personally lean towards Jakey. Over Dan? Yeah, but... I'm always wrong. All right, fair enough. Good on you, Greg. Uh, Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> Panthers got the back row spot left by Viliami Kikau and the hooker spot left vacant by Api Corusau. The wing Two spot. major changes. Wing spot? No, no wing spot. Charlie Stage. No, that's right. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> talking reserve, great super coach. Hell. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, could you imagine? But anyway, Luke Garner. Surely he's a walk-up star for that kick-out spot, and he's the only one of relevance. Yeah, you wouldn't go near either of the hookers. No, Luke no, Smith was saying no. the same, and we know he's a Penrith man. He loves jumping on the Panthers. Yeah, um, that's here. He'll own 13 of them. Yeah, except exactly. for the hookers. <laughs> yeah, exactly, with no hooker, apparently. Um, Roosters, hooker, obviously Brandon Smith. I think that one's everyone's aware of for the Raiders. Um, back row spot, front row spot. Get on Tarpany. Yeah, I just expect Tarpany to pull up Young. a lot of slack. Yeah, it's it. I'm think? a massive Hudson Young fan. One of these boys they've been grooming and is going to be stepping up Mate, and getting a few more minutes. Keep your eye out for Hudson Young. He did really well. Pain intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it. Oh, I got it. I got con. it. Took me a second. Oh, con. So, I'll take that as a no. Uh, for the no, Steve no, no, I'm a serious fan. I just want oh, to take, I, I I just want to take a stab. I'm just saying, uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, you had to get a second one in. <laughs> <laughs> we opened the door, Bert. <laughs> what did we do? Oh, um, I'm sorry, everyone. He's brought us down to his level. <laughs> he just offered Bergs a drink. Bergs hasn't had a drink in, what, a decade? More? Bit over here. There you go. Shouldn't have gouged that out of him like that. Oh, yeah. Come on, move on. Let's move on from the Raiders to the Sea Eagles. Front row forward and, uh, well, not the lock spot, but a middle forward spot. 
now opened up with the departure of Marty Tapao. And they lost another key forward, and a big bloke in the middle, didn't they? Well, not just they lost Dylan Walker, who was doing a mad, who was doing a good job for them, playing big minutes. Yeah, and 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 just doing a job for him in the middle. So that's Diego Warriors. Yeah, he did. If he gets that starting thirteen spot, I don't know if he gets that. They just make him here, Dylan Walker. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he could be. If he plays sixty odd minutes. I think he had an impact off the bench, though. I think he's another one of them guys that has an impact off the bench. He found like, that role. Yeah, it was just... That was perfectly suited for him, like... I know he won a comp at centre. Oh, he was a kid. Rah, rah. He was a kid, though, doing Steel Knox and Red Bull. Play, I could have won a comp on that shit. Played Origin, but... Yeah, I think he found his role as that. Yeah. So getting back to Manly, we've got... Carl Orton. Yeah, that's who you're looking at. Fingers back crossed. row. And Peseca. Schuster. Peseca, yeah. Schuster obviously moving into the 5'8 spot. Turbs. Pretty much guaranteed unless he fucks it up really severely and then I'll be able to get rid of him. See, with Marty gone, does Jakey become super coach relevant again? Does oh. he maybe chip into some of Marty's minutes? I don't, I don't, I don't I think, think it's so. about the minutes. I think Jakey, to, to stop tucking, running and offloading, would just become the ball man in the middle. Oh, if you were Manly, would you get the fuck out of that double turbo contract? Nah, because when Turbo's there, he worked well with Turbo. When? Turbo wasn't there last season. Well, they got a third Turbo coming, so they're putting their eggs. He's not included in the contract, but... All their eggs in the the big Turbo basket. Has he done anything to excite you? No. Anyway, okay. I'm backing out. I'm... Abort, abort, abort. Well, there's lots of things Manly would like to abort. Uh, KP. The Storm. Two for, uh, two back row positions opened up. I believe we've talked about them with Eliasi Katoa and possibly Tariq Sims. Sims. Yeah. Trent Lowiro. Now, you want Trent Lowiro. That's who you <clears> locked <throat> down I'm, the Storm. I'm, I'm backing him. I'm, I'm, Starting back row? Yep. Oh, he's impressed me over the last two years. I think he's only probably played... 15 minutes. No, no, maybe 12 <laughs> or 15 games. Maybe 20. But he's lanky. He's tall. He's reminds me of that Sean Lane kind of build. And I think good preseason. I think it's his third or maybe fourth year at the club. Trent Lowero, get on board. Trying to do some big things. Third year first. Hey, he's a big boy. He can do some big things. And obviously with the departure of Brandon Smith as well. That doesn't affect him. No, no, it that doesn't, but it leaves a massive hole <clears throat> in uh, Melbourne's forward pack. That and departure of uh, well, that's, Jesse that's Bromwich. Jesse Bromwich, Kenny, Kenny Bromwich, Felice Capusi. Yeah. And Brandon well, that, Smith. That's, that's, that's what takes Tariq Sims. We've already talked back rowers. We're in, talking front rowers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what brings Tariq Sims into the middle for me. Just that. Experience off the bench so as you, a middle forward. So you don't think he gets the other edge spot? You think Luero gets the edge yep. spot and he comes in the middle? Yeah, I don't see that as being crazy at all. I, I think I think he's a massive unit and he's got the attitude they need for the middle. But just for that experience, like their forward pack's not experienced at the moment. So if they're going to start with Big Nelson, Welsh, Welsh. they're going to need someone off the bench to bring. Yeah. Some experience to keep that. Sometimes that mongrel will they need to really get into a game. I think he played... Didn't he play front row for the Blues? He played middle. Yeah. 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 He's just he's just such a unit because he's an older bloke. He's just... 
He's built hey, now. He's thick, you know. He went through the peptide too. All right, fair enough. Um, uh, Riptide. Dan Stewie, sorry. Tigers. Lock spot opened up with the departure of Jackson Hastings. Would you get on anyone at the Tigers? Oh, Joe O, Joe O was doing a job for him start last year. What? You know I'm Tiger loaded. Yeah, he's got a whole, whole right side. Coming off the wooden spoon. Off. Well, not. Right on board. Speaking of, they've got an edge, but they've got an edge spot with the departure of uh, Leilua and Tulangi, and a front row forward spot with the departure of Tarmail. So Tigers are doing some massive changes, and they're going to be getting good service. Those those forwards are going to be expected to do a lot of work for Appy to be able to do his thing. So yes, I got on Udo last year. Udo Kamani. Yeah. Stefano. Cheap. Thinking, yeah, great. He had a few good games, and then he just went. But now, with Appy as the hooker, I'm starting to think maybe I should get on just because you know Appy's going to create space and opportunity for him at a one time or another, and he's cheap. Oh, I'm I'm buying in. I think. Yeah. Fuck! I just brought my first tiger. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh anyone else there you're looking at? Waiting to just see well, who gets named on the edges, I suppose. Oh on Dewey Bateman and Novo, Ed now Stefano. Yeah. So give me Joe O too. Fuck why not? Joe O wasn't terrible. I'm just going Tigers. For the Titans, uh a wing and a front row forward spot have opened up. Departure of Greg Marju, Kevin Proctor. I mean, I know it's not a massive front row forward spot, but there'll be a few minutes on offer there at least. Or some young bloke going to go through. Corey, Op- Corey Thompson's also departed. I think he might have also departed last year. He retired. So, there's, isn't JoJo for Fida getting a run there? You'd think so. I don't know what he's priced at after his few games last year. Yeah. JoJo in the basement. JoJo will be one. And you'd have to think Sammy will be the other one. Philip Sammy. Be the other one, and I still have Herbert and Kelly in the centres. Yeah, yeah. I think Phillips. I think Sammy's shown that before. Uh, all right, almost through. Rabbitohs really not much. But Dave Feeder. Get on yeah. Dave Feeder. I like Tanner Boyd. Right, we've been. Uh, wing spot over at the Rabbitohs. Keep an eye on that. Nothing really at the Sharks, and for the Warriors, fullback, which um, Chance Nickel Clockstad should slot straight into. He's available in the centres. And then uh, back row spot. Yeah, they've got, gone and got Barnett. They've gone and got Dylan Walker. They've bought pretty heavy. So just keep an eye on who gets that starting spot, really, and then make your decisions. Warriors' edges tend to score some points, as much as the Warriors don't seem to. Yeah. No, Tahu and Curran score points. Alrighty. Good code. Group code, yes, we do have a group. If you're still listening, thank you. Uh, join our Facebook, uh, not our Facebook group. Well, join the Facebook group as well. You'll find it through the page. But join our Supercoach uh, 2023 overall group, 709-236. Not a cashy, just for shits and gigs, overall glory, bragging rights, all the above. So jump in there, 709-236. We look forward to Supercoaching with you all through 2023. Oh, Con's got a lead code for you too. 759 759 
First in, best dress. All three of us are in that league. It's going to be one of the few you'll find all three of us in all year. So make sure you jump in that. First in, best dress. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace, guys. Have a good night. Enjoy a straight day. Happy.